and fellow adventurers, welcome to the MinMax Podcast. We want to thank you for joining us and you do so as we continue the Extinction Curse. As always, we'd like to invite you to come join our Discord where you can hang out with us and other listeners of the show. If you'd like to throw a little financial support our way, you can check out our Patreon and a shout out to those at our big number level and above. Rock Jedi, Wolf, Blardamus Slump, Thunder Mammoth, Das Chris, Emily S., Jason K, Elisa Ellie, Doma Elaka, Dr. Grinnis, Forevermore, Frank L, Just Mike Works, Ross D, and Treehugger. Shout out to new patron this week, Mr. MR2 Spider himself, Jay Pickle. And at the big number level, more dime. Thanks to all of you for your support, and just a little further to go until we reach our next Patreon goal, where we'll be launching a second show, where we'll be playing another adventure path. A recap of Session 68. Since we can't set up a circus in Turpin Road, we decide to head back to camp. There, we hear a rumor about Zolgats in the area causing problems. We learn about a couple more deaths of people who have bashed up noses like the satyr. We go talk to a priest of Abadar who apparently knows things. He doesn't really, so he sends us to the gravedigger. That guy lets us see the bodies which Jeb and the wizard check out, while Peach Pie joins in some fisticuffs and obviously wins. The next day we head to the distillery where we know things are amiss, and indeed we find things to be amiss. Jeb notices some Zolgaths in the trees. The wizard pulls them out with a gravity well. From there, some distillery workers pop out and ineffectually join the fray with crossbows. The Zolgaths get straight wrecked. The distillery workers are saved, except for the ones who are already dead. Jeb goes to talk to the survivors while the wizard loots things. So, wizard, you have a hide scroll with a map crudely drawn on one side. And on the other side, you see plainly written in Draconic that this is a scroll of dragon form. I pocket that. Well, I sleeve that shit. I I want to turn into a dragon later. (laughs) Put it right in there. You also find a carnelian. A carnelian. It's a gem. And it's worth 125 gold. Not bad. Damn. While the wizard's looking over the magical items, what is everyone else doing? I'll run over to the, the millers, I mean the brewers. Yeah, somebody with some charisma should probably go talk to them. I mean I told them to get I told them to get the fuck back inside because they were fucking about to shoot and, me. <laughs> <laughs> and they did. They did. I'll let them know that it's time to go. Or if we can stay. But. I'm worried but that they're probably afraid of moonlight at the moment. Oh, yeah. There's only the one door. It's behind a makeshift barricade of barrels, which is relatively easy to climb over. Do you open the door or do you knock on it? I just fucking kick it down. No. What is it? <laughs> Jeb, you open the door, you find there are four people. The bunkhouse house itself is well, more like a cabin, like an actual log cabin. In here, there are 16 bunk beds. There's a kitchen on the other side and a big wide table for eating. This looks like it's a living quarters for a lot more people than what are in here. And from the group of four of them, a young man steps up. Are they dead? Did you kill them? Well, my friend did, but yeah, they're all dead. They kind of relax visibly. There's two that should be real close by. They killed one of our friends, but they took the other one captive. I think she's out there somewhere. Well, there was that dead body outside. Oh yeah, in the wagon, right? There was a dead wrapped body in the wagon. It was that who they're talking about? I asked them. Oh no, that's that's Hendrick. Hendrick's death kind of started this whole thing. But you must be the help from town. Did Petey come and get you then? I don't think so. Didn't Petey make it to town? Tell you we needed help. Recall knowledge. Who the fuck's Petey? He didn't make it. Never, we never met a Petey, right? Okay. You all don't right. recall that at all, all no. Right. I, was, I thought this is... Uh, no, yeah. No, d- that bitch did. No, okay. No, the New Zealand guy told us to, that you weren't at the party, so we decided to come see if you were okay. Well, one of the, the lumberjacks? Yeah. I'm sure you know him. Dingo Dre. Dingo Dre. Oh, Dingo. I say it just like that. But wait, D- Dinko didn't know. He just told you that nobody from here had made it to the festival yet? And you thought that was odd? Oh, God. Then Petey never made it. Do you know where they took your friend? 
Or which direction? Was it more to troglades and like just one guy took off with him and five stayed for some reason? Uh, no, no, no. That 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 group had pulled off some into the brush nearby. They pinned us inside of the bunkhouse and waited for reinforcements. We we don't know what happened to Shiana. Does Gemini know that the tower's like right over there? It's real close. Oh, so I, I'm aware of that, right? You're aware that the tower's nearby. Okay, sure. Yeah. I was just making sure. Like I assume that. It's, yeah, I tell them that I probably know where they took Sheeran. And good news is, is we're going there. It's not Sheeran. It's uh, now Ed Sheeran. It's not. <laughs> Sorry. I'll save Ed Sheeran. You guys get back to brewing up some beers. Uh, well, uh, okay. Do you need directions? You know where the tower is? Well, we know the general direction of the tower. We can certainly assist that way. Yeah, you just point it here on this map. Yeah, he'll uh, kind of take a look and he'll point out where the distillery is. And then he'll point out where he thinks the tower is. As he's pointed it out to you, he says... Gratana took most of the distillery workers to the tower. They were going to go and put an end to the menace. You guys thought you could fight some troglodytes? We didn't know that that's what they were. What did you think the menace was? Uh, we, don't, we don't know. Maybe just some bandits? We found Hendrik outside and went off by himself a little bit. and Not too far away, but he was, he was dead. So wait, you, you guys sent a party to the tower? And, they never, and so there's a whole party missing? So, like, what, did they go there with, like, shovels and shit? Like, what was their plan? They had bone arrows, and they had some weapons. And Hendrik was part of that party? Oh, no, no, the party went off because they found Hendrik dead. Oh, okay, okay, okay. And they had known about, you know, some lurking around near the tower. They knew that there was something over there, but they stayed away. But when they found Hendrik dead, then they decided to go to confront them. That was yesterday. So they might not all be dead yet. Are these just humans, right? Yep. This whole town? Okay, yeah. Pretty much for the most part, at least. Yeah, definitely. I thought these were dwarves. Yeah, I was thinking dwarves just because of distillery, I think, is the reason. I don't know why I was thinking dwarves. They're not distilling alcohol. Maybe that's the answer. Oh, fucking humans. Terp spirits. Is it turpentine? Yeah, they're they're basically brewing. No, not turnips. Not fucking turnips. Shelgum. Shelgum. Turpentine. They're distilling terp spirits. For, like, paint remover and shit. No, I know there's other uses for it. I just can't recall any offhand. Yeah, getting high. <laughs> they're not terribly comfortable leaving the bunkhouse at the moment, so they're not going to exit with you. So if you don't have any questions for them... I ask them for the fine ale they've been distilling. They would explain to you for, like, the fifth time... That they distilled terp spirits. <laughs> this makes no sense. <laughs> not alcohol. <laughs> this does not compute for a dwarf. <laughs> I don't understand what you're saying. But you guys you get, got all this distilling equipment. <laughs> you get shit from trees and it's not syrup. <laughs> and then you distill it and it's not alcohol. This fucking place. <laughs> I'm going to the tower. Burn it to the ground. Burn, <laughs> Burn it. Peach pie, moonlight. What are you doing? I go check out the dead body. Give me a medicine check. 33? And this particular check is going to be at a reduced DC, because as you uncover the body from the white cloth that's been draped over it, you see a single stream of blood coming from one of the nostrils, dried to this pale man's face, runs down to his chin, and that seems to be the only thing about the body that would indicate its death. This is the exact same thing that you guys found at the graveyard. The fuck is doing all this shit? I'm sure we'll find out at the tower. Likely. I cover it back up and... Is there a shovel around? I can imagine you'd find one probably near the kiln. I grab a shovel yeah. and I use the ability you gave me and I say, dig. Well, the rusty shovel shudders to life. And begins to dig. Where are you going to have it do that? Um, off in the trees a little bit. Just a little place where it can, you know, where this guy can be buried and suitably out of the way. Peach Pie, give me a perception check. You got it. 36. A little ways away from you in the underbrush, you see a foot sticking out. A human foot with a boot on it. Oh, gosh. Okay. Um, who's still out here with me, Moonlight? Uh, Jeb just walked out, so everyone at this point. 
Moonlight Jebediah. I think I found something concerning. I'll go figure it out. So you guys walk over and you see that foot sticking out of the brush. It moves and shifts as you get closer. Oh, it's still alive. Um, without uncovering it, I look down at the feet and say, Do you require assistance? When you're walking up to this person, their twitching and uh, rustling with their legs gets frantic. I'm going to assume that means yes. And I uncover the body and prepare to administer first aid. You find a woman who is bound with rope and gagged with a ball of, like, leather scraps. Tyler, stop turning me on. What's going on here? I do indeed administer first aid to said erotically bound woman. Wait, she's erotically bound? By first aid, you mean you, like, ungag her? Yes, indeed, of course. I immediately ungag her and begin to untie her and say, Don't worry, I'm a clown. Uh, 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 yeah, I see that. Hello? Are they still here? Who? The lizard men. Oh, no. They're all dead now. Oh, thank Desna. No, thank the Circus of Wayward Wonders. Uh, oh, she, she blinks. Is that, is that who you are? I am a part of the organization, yes. Okay. Hi. Hello. Do you require medical assistance? Um, no. Did the Zolgats tie you up? They did. Do you know why? I don't know why at all. Okay. Why aren't you dead? I I don't know. They aren't usually ones to leave people behind. Go ahead and give me a perception check as a sense motive. 25. She seems shaken and confused. She doesn't fully understand why herself, and she doesn't really know how to answer your question. She doesn't know. What were you doing out here? I was going to go check and see if Petey had made it to town. Things were getting really bad here. They were starting to encircle us and... So in the night, I snuck out and hopefully was going to go try to warn somebody in town, but they captured me. And what's your name? No, oh, is that Sharon? It's fine. Shiana. Oh, yes. They did. I guess I wasn't there when they mentioned her, so... We'll say I relayed the info. There you go. The brewers did mention that you had left, but they also mentioned that they thought somebody was dead. I would assume that they thought Petey was dead. There's a lot of confusion going on. Perhaps we should reunite you with your friends inside. I'm sure they'll be happy to know you are alive. If you've killed all the lizard men, then yeah, I I would like to go back. Aren't we like ten feet from the door, or far are we from the you're, door? You're maybe you're maybe like fifty feet out from the from the bunkhouse. She did not make it very far. But they also brought her back here. Moonlight is just wondering why they didn't kill her, but they killed Hendrick and were, like, barricading these people inside the distillery. I'm not sure if the if, if you're kind of sharing these thoughts out with the party. Does everybody think that the Zolgaths killed Hendrick? I, mean, I just assume, yeah, the fucking troglodytes are bad. I don't really need an excuse to kill more of them, right? So yeah, I just go kill him. In, in no way did that answer the question. <laughs> I, mean, what I don't really need to investigate shit. I just want to go to the tower. This mystery in Turpin Row is kind of... This, this investigation <laughs> is... It's, it's a little out of hand. There's the Come fucking brain stealer. Fucking... I'm just kind of fed up with this place. They got their own problems. I got my problems. It's called a tower. I think Moonlight is equating that... These Zelgas have something to do with the brain thing, and that very well could be wrong. No, I think this town's got a serial killer, and I'm just gonna leave him to do it. 
Not our business. Yeah, like we've already like let one guy go. The little real ugly guy. We might as well just keep it going. What does Peach Pie think? I definitely want to stop the guy or girl or whoever is taking people's brains out of their noses. Like, that's not cool. But why? Like I said, Moonlight thinks it's someone with the Zolgas. So, Moonlight thinks if we go kill the Zolgas at the tower, it should take care of the problem. I think it's the fucking mayor. <laughs> Always the mayor. Wait, are you talking like, about like Upper Vandy? Upper Vandy, Up- or... <laughs> sorry, the, I don't know who's the leader of this town. The douchebag or whatever dwarf. the fuck that dude Oh, was. Commissioner Ickener? <laughs> yeah. That, that guy's an asshole. Dick. We can go talk to him so <laughs> you can that guy. fucking have that stellar accent again. No, thank you. (laughs) (laughs) While you're all standing around, talking about what to do next, uh, Sienna goes back inside to the bunkhouse, much to the joy of everybody inside. They've all come to the conclusion that Petey's dead, but that leaves the rest of the distillers that left for the old forest tower. You've already said that you're headed off in that direction, so the one that Jeb was talking to makes his way out of the bunkhouse goes up to Jebediah and says so uh you're all going to the old forest tower if you find Gratana she's the manager here you want her to not come back I see what you're saying could you could you send her send her back this is more than they're able to handle like even if it's just a body uh if they're dead don't go out of your way to bring us the bodies but if, if, if they're alive the big boys are here it's time for the kids to go home I got you Sure, yeah, if that's how you want to put it, I suppose. <laughs> I'm going to uh, dick to these guys. He, he kind don't... of, he shies away from Moonlight, and he's trying his best to put Jeb in between Moonlight and himself. You scared of, you scared of a tree? But no, 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 he takes a step back. Which is really funny, because when Jeb says, the big boys are here, Moonlight looks up, like, way up at him, <laughs> like, the quizzical look. Oh, I pop my head back into the distillery and just go... Anybody know anybody taking brains? They look at each other. They shake their heads. They look really confused. All right, thanks. I'm off. <laughs> they close the door, and this group of distillers are just like, trying to do a little bit of investigating. <laughs> <laughs> There's my RP for the month. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> During that entire conversation, Wizard, you're staring at Hendrix's dead body. You're staring at the nose cavity where the brain came from. Okay. And you're getting tunnel vision on that thing. Just everything kind of muffles around you. You remember, just ever so faintly, it's hard to grasp. It's like smoke between your fingers as you try to remember this, but you remember a, a very short, white-haired woman with a polished set of torture implements and surgical tools strapped across her chest. And she goes to start shouting at you, but the words are all muffled and you can't make sense of any of it. And you snap out of it. Cool. So, guys go into the old forest tower now, yeah? Uh, I guess first I'd check with these distillery workers just to make sure there's nothing else they need. Or I'd ask Jeb, Jebediah, did the distillery workers need anything additional from us? Yeah, they want us to go help the other party eight that went to go. They're in over their heads. We gotta go get them out. Uh, more people to save. Tyler, I'm gonna eat some mushrooms, alright? Oh, right from your axe. <laughs> Sorry, I got, I got confused there for a sec. Well, just so you guys know, in about an hour, I'm gonna be a little out of it. That's fine. You do you, man. I attack with my axe and get a purple to hit. <laughs> get a purple. <laughs> As you begin to make your way toward where you have been directed toward the old forest tower, the forest does start to get pretty dense as you get closer. At one point, it opens up into this clearing, and everybody make me a perception check. 31. So you all come across this grove. And it is an interesting sight. The floor of the clearing is covered with large dandelions and flytrap plants. A truly massive specimen of one of the flytraps, fully 15 feet tall, looms over the bodies of several humans. 
Jesus, they didn't even make it to the fucking tower. Just go around the damn thing. Jesus, I can't go. <laughs> so, this clearing has several smaller fly traps here, but there is that one massive 15 foot tall fly trap. Yeah, is there a possible way to go around it? Well, there are a bunch of bodies below. Wizard, with your 31, you'd see one of the bodies that are laying around the base of the flytrap. Looks as though it's breathing. Alright, don't fireball. God damn it. Yeah, that means we can't just AoE the fuck out of it. Fucking hell. Wait, I don't have to tell everybody. I mean, that's pretty evil though, right? <laughs> hey, is anybody alive over there? Does anybody need help? No? You're all dead? There's no response. Guys, we can go. I think I saw a foot twitch, but I don't. no one answered. I think they're all dead. Where shouldn't we recover their bodies? I thought we said we wouldn't recover the bodies. That's true, we did actually say that. That was specifically talked about. It was specifically talked about. I mean, do I know for sure that that person was alive? Maybe it was a little, like, death twitch. No, it's steady breathing. The wizard knows that there's one person who's alive there. I feel I feel like a 31's not enough to like tell. Like a 35. A 31? <laughs> Thir- yeah, 31's not enough, man. That's a critical success. They're breathing. Moonlight's curious why the fuck they're there. Like, why wouldn't you go around the giant flytrap? Makes me wonder if there's something that this thing has at its base or something there. What on earth would make them go to it? They're idiots and they just didn't see it. They stumbled on it. Were they traveling at night or during the day? Dude, they're fucking distillery workers. They're probably all high as fuck. <laughs> the fumes were pretty strong back there. I, I got a decent buzz off of it. They're a few brain cells short. <laughs> fuck it. I slowly approach the fly trap. I mean, if we're going to fight it, we, we don't need to approach. We can just hit it with like targeted spells and shit I get to hear is it gonna be another whiz and jet fucking frost ray I mean, montage can ju- I can just keep <laughs> producing flame <laughs> can I do a knowledge check on this thing sure as far as like weaknesses and stuff uh yeah 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 go ahead I do a nature check on it instead yeah what kind of check is this a nature it'd be nature yeah definitely roll better than me nice I will 37 to masterfully know everything about this trap. Minus variety. Jeb, you critically succeed this recall knowledge check. That there is a giant fly trap. Does it catch flies or like human? It's pretty obvious. Now this particular creature is not an immobile plant. It has a movement speed. It is uh, an ambush hunter. Oh, it's so busy eating it didn't think to hide. Dummies. Jeb, you get three pieces of information about the giant flytrap. How does their root system work if they're mobile? If I want to get into it, that's one thing I need to know. I mean, I don't necessarily <laughs> think I can answer that question. <laughs> I am not a uh, Galarian botanist, so I'm not really sure. I want to know its elemental weakness. It is definitely weak to fire. I will also give you that it is resistant to acid and immune to mental damage. Does it paralyze its prey, or is it just straight out kill it? Is, are these guys, like, paralyzed and they're alive? They don't paralyze their victims. Give me a perception check, Jeb. Are they all hollow inside with no brains? What do you for? You think, on a second look, that giant flytrap might be dead. Um, in that case, charge! I get up with Peach Pie and investigate a little bit closer. Guys, I can just throw some spells at it and see if it moves. You guys don't need to walk you up should, to it and get you ambushed. Should, you should do that while Jeb and Peach Pie are moving up. Like, Jeb and Peach Pie are cautiously moving like, up. It's drawn. Yeah, I'm just going to produce and flame just, and just, just start throwing. Just flame right from behind our shoulders. <laughs> All right. As the little fireball flies Wait, over. animal empathy! Jeb and Peach Pie's shoulders. It's a plant. It, I don't give a shit. It's plantiful empathy. <laughs> It hits the giant flytrap, and the giant flytrap goes up in flames like a Christmas tree in July. Does it scream? And I need everybody to give me initiative. 
Out of the bushes from behind one of the dandelions, this giant flower comes barreling through with its first action, gets within reach of Peach Pie and Jebediah, and uses its second and third action to release a black cloud. It puts its tulip-shaped head in the air. It looks like it's a closed tulip. And it starts these black spores. And I need Jebediah and Peach Pie to give me fortitude saves. I was hoping you were going to say fortitude. 31. 38. You both realize right at the same moment that you just have to hold your breath here real quick and wait for the spores to fall. And you do. And they fall harmlessly to the ground around you. Gross. Jebediah, it's your turn. So this giant-ass plant just came out of nowhere? It certainly looks like a dandelion almost. The fuck dandelions are you looking at? <laughs> but like a closed dandelion. I don't, I, maybe there. Yeah. No, I know, what you, I know what you're talking about. It's a big, giant, scary plant thing. It looks just like a flower. But like kind of like an evil flower. Like, imagine an evil flower. Except for that it's large in size. And trying to kill us. So you know. Also that, yes. Alright, a charge. Do a little round robin action. Get behind it. Okay. Because I'm an intelligent creature. <laughs> and I'll strike my foe. And get a 36. 36 hits. Just a measly hit. Only 20 damage. And I'll... Time to second attack with my third action at at 14 on a natural one. Is that a close? That definitely a critical miss. Well, Jeb takes a couple of vines off of it, and it goes over to Moonlight. It's your turn. Way back from all the action. Yeah, Moonlight's perfectly fine with being way back here. Yeah, this is probably not going to work, but we'll go for a fortitude save from it. It gets a 36. And... So Moonlight attempts to steal its shadow, but it succeeds and it just becomes enfeebled one for one round. Okay. And then I guess I'll move up a little bit. And that will be my turn. That was a focus spell. When Moonlight makes the large plant's shadow weigh it down, Beach Pie, it's your turn. Action one, rage. Action two, move up. Action three, attack. I will get a 31 to hit. A 31 hits. And I will smack it. Poop damage, 21. 21 points of damage. All right. After Peach Pie smacks the giant plant, Wizard, it's your turn. Uh, recall knowledge, nature. Let's see what this is. Single action. 21. What do I know about it? You have no idea what this thing is. I, it's a plant. It's, it's a plant. I know <laughs> it's that. It's a plant much. of some kind. Disintegrate. You have disintegrate? I have disintegrate. Phenomenal. Oh, hell yes. Okay. I don't think we've. Have, have we seen disintegrate yet? Definitely not. I don't remember that shit. All right. Then tell us about disintegrate in second edition, Ted. Uh, fire green rate your target. Um, you make a spell attack. And I deal 12 d 10 damage. Oh, there's a basic fortitude save. Okay, so spell attack roll, then the basic fortitude save? Correct. Well, ray attack roll. A 39 to hit. A 39 is a critical hit. Oh, God. Uh, So on critical, on a critical hit, we treat the save result as one degree worse. So let's (laughs) see this fort save. All right. Oh my god. Oh my. Roll the three on the die saves at a 25, which is a failure. So it's going to be a critical failure. Wow. <laughs> um, so that's going to be 24d10. 24d10. Phenomenal. Oh my god, look at all those. Oh my god. <laughs> uh, holy shit. 117 damage. Oh wow. my goodness. Well, that. That sickly green ray flies through the air and blows a hole through the bulb of this plant creature. Although that was a significant chunk of damage, it is not dead. Goodness gracious. Wow. That was pretty amazing. Okay. Well, that's going to take us over to 
Let's see, was that back to the top of the order? Nope, just kidding. There's another one in the bush just to the west of you, and it charges. He's right behind Peach Pie next to the wizard. Not too far away from Moonlight. It's also going to throw up that cloud of black spores, and I'm going to need a fortitude save from Peach Pie and the wizard. I rolled a 5 and got a 23. I'm trying to decide if it should hero point that. It can't be that bad, right? It's like an aura that's... It's just spores that go inside of you. Pocket. 23. A 23 does fail. Not a critical failure, though, right? It is not a critical failure. No. So that means the wizard is going to take 17 points of poison damage and is enfeebled one. Now we go up to the top of round two. Top of round two, it's the other plant's turn, the one that first revealed itself. And what it does is it actually takes those leaves around its flower head and tightens them up. Like they, they start to squeeze together and it actually stiffens up. It swings its entire flower head at Peach Pie. It gets a 38 to hit. That would not be a crit. It would just be a hit. My AC should be 29 right now. So you're saying a minus one stopped it from being a crit. Yes, it did. <laughs> it did indeed. <laughs> All right, so a 38 is just shy of a crit then. 22 points of damage. All righty. Which it looks like is partially absorbed. That's yeah, just a that. temporary HP problem. There you go. Well, that's its turn. It actually looks as though, now that those leaves have tightened around the flower bud, that its armor may be more difficult to get through. Jebediah, your turn. It better tighten its bud. We're about to kill it. I will continue to smash the one in front here, and I will get a 30. Flat-footed, a 30 would hit. Nice. Good job, we're flanking. I look over and give a thumbs up to Peach Pie. And uh, 21 damage. It continues to be heavily damaged. I attempt a second strike. Yes, yeah, so it's not looking good as uh, Jebediah lops another section off. I critically fail. That um, is a miss. Third action? Sure. You crit fishing? A 10 to hit. Yeah, that, that went poorly. Alright, well, it's 21 damage. Then after Jebediah, Moonlight. It's your turn. It's no longer enfeebled, right? Yeah, so it would stop at the beginning of my turn, right? That's what my assumption is, yeah. Maybe that would be the end of your turn. It just says that it lasts for one round, and it happened on your turn, so let's go end of your turn. Um, Shouldn't make a difference anymore, though, because that's really more for attacking. You know what? I think we're just going to do a reach vampiric touch. On which one? The one with the giant hole in it, or the other one? Uh, the one with the giant hole, we're just going to try to see if we can focus this one down. Need a fort save. Going to get a 28 on a fortitude save. That is a failure. We will deal it 30 negative damage. 30. It withers. It's barely standing. And I gain 15 temporary hit points. And that's my turn because I had to use reach. Okay. Well, then after Moonlight, Peach Pie, your turn. I guess we'll just try and kill this guy. Attack! We're flanking. 38 to hit. 38 hits. I deal it. 33 damage. Peach Pie takes the wavering, withering plant with a giant hole in it and smashes it into the ground. It's dead. Action two. I'm going to move around to the south side of the second large plant set up flanking with my buddy Jeb and I'm going to attack it. Good us working together. I know. 28 to hit. And it's like, oh, this is more fun. A 28 does miss. Alright, I'm done. That takes us over to the wizard. Your turn. First action I will elf step 10 feet away. Uh, second and third action produce flame. Hell's elf step? Yeah, it's going to take two five foot steps as one action pretty fucking good. Oh. It's pretty damn nice for a wizard who finds himself in threatened space. Yeah. Uh, 36 to hit with the produce flame. A 36 hits. 19 damage. God, that's three oh, ones. Nice. Gross. 
Well, because of its fire weakness, it takes an additional 10 points of damage that turns nice. into a 29. Nice. 29 points of fire damage. All right, well, round two of the poison roll. Go ahead and give me a fortitude save, wizard. 36. 36 puts you out of it. You will still take the poison damage, though. Okay. It will no longer be poison. 10 as it leaves your system. Awesome. Then after the wizard, it is this large plant's turn. And he is going to use his first two actions. It's the ability is called Titan Bracts, but I don't know if I know what a Bract is. I'm assuming it's the leaf around the flower. Anyways, spend his first second action to Titan Bracts, and then it's third action to swing at Peach Pie. The 26 to hit. Miss. Oh, that's its turn. That goes back up to the top of the order. Jebediah, your turn. All right, I will pop into the flanking position, and I will strike at number one with a 25. Ooh, 25 will miss. We will attempt a second attack with a 32. 32 hits. I did it. 31 damage. Jeb takes him out, slices himself off a piece, and is that all your actions? That's it. And after Jebediah... Moonlight, it's your turn. Why are all the things that are weak to fire mindless? It's not cool. The only spell I have that does fire damage gives gets a plus four to their save. <laughs> <laughs> if they don't understand your language. So we're just going to do a reach chill touch. Only gets a 38 on its fortitude save. Well, that is a pretty good fortitude save. It will take half of 23 it'll take 11 negative damage all right and that's my turn that then will take us over to peach pie time to smack a bitch that's gonna miss though 23 23 will pretty, miss pretty sure that was a cocked die that looked like a cocked die <laughs> <on> the, <laughs> i don't know how you could have a cocked die in fantasy grounds but it fucking looked like one goodness gracious i am rolling very poorly but we'll try a third time them rocks are sinking now. They sure are. Well, 26 still misses. That was a pathetic round. I am dumb. That was rough. Peach Pie swung three times and missed every time. Wizard, can you make up for Peach Pie's terrible rolls? We will see. Produce flame. No, that's not great. Uh, 29 to hit. 29, because its bracts are tightened, will not hit. Uh, third action, I will elf step away 10 feet again. I'm assuming it doesn't have that longer reach, but just in case. Just in case. Well, then after the wizard, it is our plant's turn. It's going to use its first action to swing at Jebediah with its hardened plant head. Get a 41 to hit. Yeah, that's that's a crit. That's a critical hit. We'll deal you 47 points of bludgeoning damage. Then it will... Swing around and attack each pie with the head for a second attack. Bring it. Gets a 37 to hit. That's a hit. Not a critical hit. Not a critical. It needs to be a 39. Peach pie will take. Ooh, wow. <laughs> I maxed out 3d10 rolls. 39 damage. I don't think I've ever done that before. That was satisfying. Yeah, so satisfying. And with its third action, Will kind of scuttle over to plant himself in the middle of the party and end his turn. Uh, we both take attacks of opportunity on that bitch. Oh, no. David, let's see. Peach Pie's attack. Jesus Christ. It's irrelevant. Yeah, you buy both I suck. step up. Two and three problems. on the die, respectively. Actually, I put myself between Ed and I mean, the Wiz and the large plant. Okay. Don't want him getting hurt. Moves around. Did you use your sudden charge action for that? Nah, that doesn't really matter. I didn't need the extra movement, so. No. Still two actions. 35 to hit. 35 hits. 19. 19 damage. We're getting to that point where we need that third slashing thing, don't we? I mean, the third striking room. Oh, greater oh, striking? Greater. Yeah. <laughs> I think it goes to major. 
My these these casters are starting out shatter shadow me. <laughs> these casters, as I say. I was gonna say <laughs> it says the full it says the full caster. <laughs> I'm a healer, striking with a critical attack. Critical hit. Forty. Forty. Don't wait. Don't you get? Uh, is that the electric stuff going off too? Yeah, those are the D6s. Oh, those are the D6s. Arcs of electricity course through the plant as Jeb slices through it. It's looking real hurt, but it's still standing. Moonlight, it's your turn. It could it could be more hurt. <laughs> it could be dead. Uh, Moonlight's going to back up because Moonlight does not like the fact that this guy moved that close. Bad plan. And I keep thinking I want to try to do something cool, but I don't... I don't do good against mindless things, so... Yeah, it's kind of your kryptonite, isn't it? I don't know. Yeah. You deal with the rest of the circus performance pretty well. <laughs> so instead, we'll get a 34 to throw a trusty book. Aha! The trusty book hits. What if you set the book on fire first? Damn good rolls. Ooh, 30 damage? On 66 plus 5, that's solid. That's three fives and a six. I'll take that. Well, and after, uh... Moonlight gets real close to matching Jeb's crit. Peach pie. I move up, take a swing, flanking, see if we can actually do something. I'm gonna use my action point. Screw it. Hero point up. Die before it does something and hurts all my friends. There we go. There's a crit. A 39 specifically is a crit because of flat-footed. Hell yeah. 49 damage. 49. And then I will swing again because it's apparently still alive. And hell yeah, get a 33 and hit it. A 33 hits. And we'll deal it killing damage. Peach Pie just comes up and slams this thing. Get both killing blows on this one, buddy. Well done. I didn't want it to hurt my friends. It's going to blow those black spores. It's gross. Everyone did pretty well there. I turn around and quickly bandage my friend. The wizard? Oh, thanks. I can tell he doesn't. he's not used to being hurt. It's fucking weird. <laughs> it really is, like... I'm going to bandage myself if we're going to take 10 minutes. I hurt you. You don't. You yeah, still That's still a success. Oh, that's all, that's almost a critical success. <laughs> yeah, a 15 is a success. Oh, okay. I can't fail to bandage someone. What is that, just 2d8? Yeah. Yeah. Only 2d8 instead of 4. Here, eat a mushroom, too. Yeah, I mean, you're at the point that even a critical failure... They're 21 even as well. Even a one, even a one isn't a critical failure. I heal you to fall. I, I stuffed a mushroom down your throat. Thank you. I do it by just putting my axe to your mouth. I believe that's how you fed him last time too. <laughs> it is. I think he fed it. He fed himself last time. We were in combat and he took it off my axe. <laughs> just ate it while he was standing there. What are you doing? It's fine. I'm hurt. I'll do the third one. I'm gonna eat one myself. Um, nom, nom, nom. So while uh, Jebediah and the wizard eat mushrooms, uh, <laughs> what does Moonlight and Peach Pie do? I think Peach Pie was healing. Oh, Peach Pie's healing? That leaves Moonlight then. What's she doing? Yeah, I medicine myself for a grand total of 13. Moonlight is gonna go check out these bodies around the ash pile of Venus Flytrap. Yeah, 28. As you're searching around the bodies around here, you certainly don't see any evidence that the flytrap, which burned up real fast, just kind of a pile of ashes now amongst the bodies. The bodies that are here don't show any signs of being eaten by anything like that. What they do show signs of is some sort of, like, their throats look really thick, like they're engorged and their faces are ballooned up. There's one woman who it does not seem to be as affected as the others as she's still alive, breathing and not swollen. But unconscious? But unconscious and breathing. Looks like there's still a one alive over here. And we'll like, I don't know, poke them like, uh, hello, are you alive? I was going to say poker with a stick, but... Kind of already doing that. Already doing that just by poking. This woman is uh, wearing similar garments to those around her. She has short brown hair and a stern face. Her eyes flutter open, and she looks up at you. 
And then she sits up, looks around at all of her friends. I'm sure after getting killed, almost killed by a plant, the first thing they see is a, uh, a bush. <laughs> Another one. And she puts her head in her hands and just kind of sits there. Uh, Peach, by observing this, walks over and says, There, there, it will be all right. And I pull out a hanky and hand it to her. She holds her hand up and waves it away. Please take the hanky. You probably don't want to take the hanky. Just got all this paint on it still? She, no, it's just going to be more and more hankies <laughs> tied together. Peach Pie. Oh, I was worried like, you like put grease paint oh, down or something. No. <laughs> Peach Pie sighs very dejectedly and walks away. <sighs> I'm not sure this was a. An appropriate time for his jokes. Thank you for your help. Don't suppose you're Katana. I... I am. Because I'm assuming these are the fellows that came with you to... Well, to stop the Zolgas? Not exactly sure why you were going to the tower. She looks abashed for a moment and sighs. She says, yeah, we were going to the old forest tower. We didn't exactly even get there. I caught one on my way out here. Me and my fellows before we came across this... She looks around with this disgusted look on her face. This place. We captured him. I know a little draconic. I questioned him. Really? You did? Oh, I'd be interesting, interested to hear what it had to say. If you're up to it. She stands up. Kind of brushes herself off. She looks a little battered. Maybe a little bruised, but... She's certainly able to get up and move around on her own without any assistance. Well, apparently they all are here for a reason. They've all come to destroy or take the power of the Aeon orbs that are circling the towers scattered throughout the Carrick Grange. Mm, Yes, that is what we understand. She looks surprised. You knew this? That is actually why... To be honest, we were headed this way to begin with. She looks even slightly more shocked. Circus folk? Going out to the Aeon Towers? To stop Zolgaths? How do you even know about this? Who are you? Oh, we're the Circus of Wayward Wonders. I'm Moonlight. We heard about you. You're actually with the Circus. Wow. Well, Max with the ringleader, but, you know... She looks even more like she's she's just getting more shocked, but the more this conversation goes, you're, you're, I'm I'm sorry. Um, for what? I I guess I don't know. I, do, do I need to like shake your hand or I don't know how this works. I, thought, so, I suppose you're not performing though. You're not working right now. Well, not circus working. If you ask Bernard, we're being heroes, but I don't know about that. We're absolutely heroes. He says from a distance away. The rainbow squirrel talks. Oh, okay. Yes. Hello, my name is Bernard. It's getting it to stop sometimes the problem. <laughs> I heard that moonlight and I'm sorry if I've been a bother. <laughs> well, you're not fidget, so. <laughs> she takes a couple of steps away from everyone. Oh, yes, you wanted to know why we knew about this. Well, started off on... Uh, the other island. Uh, Isle of Aaron? Yes. Oh. Okay. We rescued that tower? Or? Not really sure. Oh. What you'd say about it. But it's functioning better. And two of the three orbs in this area are functioning better also. And we're just on our way to the third. Well, actually, we stopped at the distillery because the townsfolk said that you distillery folk did not come to the festival. She takes it all in, and she's a, a very serious woman, and she says, That's some fortuitous timing, then. I learned the information that I have to give it to you. The one that I caught is with a tribe or a clan that's led by this Zolgath named Thaseka. Thaseka has, to that particular Zolgath's wonder, many abilities in both alchemy, 
machinery and stone. Apparently, the Saka can travel great distances through stone. Oh, it's Boopy Boy. Or Boopy Boy's friend. Yeah, it could be more than one of them. We have met someone like that at one of the other towers. They uh, escaped, though. The Saka apparently can travel miles in an instant through stone. Well, sounds useful. Sounds magic to me. Well, I mean, yeah, there's lots of magic in the world. That's some powerful magic right there. That's when I knew we were dealing with something that was going to be difficult. I thought maybe I could talk to her. Seems unlikely. Most of them are bent on destroying the people of the islands as they feel like, well, to be honest, the orbs were stolen from the Zolgas. What? Oh, yeah. Eridan stole the orbs. Eridan stole them? Arrogant prick. See what happens. He decides to go and pull a rock out of the ocean and throw some orbs at it and grows some vegetation and then we get bound to the land and then what? These things come back centuries later after he's dead? She puts her head in her hand and shakes it. She's a little frustrated. So, yeah. The orbs are what have given this land its bounty and their decay is what's causing its decay. It's unfortunate to hear that it's actually true that they are decaying. Is it prior to their intervention or... Are they decaying because they're intervening? Mm, maybe some of both, but I believe it's they're decaying because Aridin died. Well, that makes sense. But I doubt they're helping. I can tell you there are some rumors among the Zolgaths that the Seca warps other Zolgaths with her alchemy and some kind of magic. The mutated Zolgaths. Those are the ones that are guarding the old forest tower. Into what? Mutants with multiple limbs, fangs dripping in acid. Seems evil, if you ask me. I mean, they're Zolgas, so... If you want to piss them off, you can call them Drogodites. <laughs> <laughs> the only thing I ever call them. Did you go through the distillery to get this way? We went past it. You went past it. Killed some Zolgas, freed your friends. That's how we knew about you. They were trapped there by Zolgas as well. Yes. Well, thank you for saving them. I could tell you exactly where to go to get to the old forest tower, but aside from what I've told you, I don't really know what else to, to say. It almost sounds like you know more than I do. Well, we have been on this for a while. Sounds like it. Well, if you need me, I'll be at the distillery. After these fights, I think all we need is a nap. <laughs> Sounds like we need to go into the tower at full strength. So she uh, bids you farewell, and she hurries off. She wants to get back to the distillery to salvage what workers she has and gather them and figure out what to do next. Just leaving the dead here, just taking off? They'll get people to come back and gather them at some point. Now that the threat in this clearing is taken care of. For now, she just wants to go back and tend to the living. I could stop her. But maybe mid-afternoon at this point? What would you like to do? How much travel are we from the tower? It would be about a four hours worth of travel. Maybe head for three and then take a rest? That sounds good. You're not actually too far away, but traveling through the woods is difficult. And it slows you down. That's fine. But I'm an expert navigator. We could just fly over there. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't really matter because we need... I think we should rest before we go in there anyways, so... Ah, we're fine. Does Jebby even use spells? I didn't heal, no. Are you down some spells, Moonlight? I mean, only a couple of my higher level spells, but I don't really want to go into the tower at... Nine o'clock at night. <laughs> Why, they'll be sleepy. We'll catch them before they've had their coffee. What's well, mid-afternoon? Like one? Two? I would say like like three o'clock. Strolling at midnight. 
wizard doesn't mind. What about everybody else? It's asleep. It doesn't matter to me. I'm a barbarian. Well, would Peach Pie want to sleep? Would he want to be well rested? <laughs> I feel like Jebediah would be a disadvantage. He's. It takes at least four hours for him to wake up. <laughs> He's just a little droggy. I don't care if we sleep or not. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Like I, I, I by no means need to. But but do troglodytes sleep? We catch them off guard. So we take a little napper. We go in there at like 1 a.m. Do that again. Kind of like we did at the menagerie. Yeah, we could. <laughs> Just going for an early morning stroll. Yeah. <laughs> That's when we do our best murdering. <laughs> <laughs> this is the truth. The morning murderers. That's us. Okay. So, as the party travels on, I want everybody to give me a perception check. This is just during our four hours of travel? This is during the four hours of travel. Yes. I spy with my little four fives a 33. The rest of us rolled shit. So Can I, like, do a survival check to make this going to go any quicker? You said we're, like, going through some nasty shit. Some underbrush. Can I find a yeah. better trail? Jeb, your survival of 37 and your perception of 31, as you're traveling along about an hour into travel, you find some game trails. To make it easier. You think you could probably shave an hour off your travel this way. And then you start to notice some odd things on the game trails. Random piece of what looks like shedded s- snake skin. Like, large flakes of it. And they're troglodyte shaped. And then you see <laughs> Zolgath footprints here and there in the mud. And there are a lot of them. Seems like there's a large number of Zolgaths using these game trails. And with your 37, recently... Within the last several hours, a party traveled through here. Tell the party about the Zogas shit you see. Nah, I don't want to worry anybody. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody worry about it. You continue on. Hour later, give me another perception check, everyone. Shit, they're going to find out. Nope. Well, I'm fucked. I've lost the trail. 27. Taking us in the wrong direction, guys. 29 from the night. Uh, 33. 33. Wizard. You see through the trees ahead what looks to be several tents made of hide and maybe the remnants of a bonfire. Looks like a camp. What a great place to sleep for the night. (laughs) (laughs) Somebody already set up shop for us. Nice. Wizard, do you tell the party? Yes. There's a camp up there. How do you guys want to approach it? Or do you want to go around it? I mean, it's a lit fire, everything like that? Uh, Not lit fire. There don't seem to be any Zolgaths milling about the camp. Yeah, I don't care about this. This is all just a distraction. Skip it, go around it? <laughs> yeah. I'm just trying to stop us from getting from this tower. Hey, we're just following the, <laughs> uh, the scout, so... We're gonna end up in fucking Absalom. <laughs> During the last hour of travel, and you get there just as dusk comes around. Maybe because it's dusk, maybe because it's just a a very bright light, but it pierces the foliage of the Immenwood. Not the sun. Its source slowly orbiting the top of a tower 300 feet high. Beneath the thick overgrowth, the tower is a steep-sided structure with three tiers at the heights of roughly 180 feet, 240 feet, and 280 feet. With its slender peak rising another 20 feet above that, to the gleaming orb that crowns its height. Two squat, 30-foot-high platforms jut from the tower's southern base, beneath a terrace halfway up the tower's south side. This terrace is so overgrown with vines and small plants that it resembles a waterfall of greenery. The platforms are also overgrown, but sharp stakes pointing upward from the perimeter of each platform make them appear more like defensive encampments. A wooden stair rises along the side of the western platform, and a swaying rope bridge extends between it and the one to the east. Trails of smoke rise from each platform. to plan our assault 
on the final tower of book three of The Extinction Curse. That's right, after only 69 nice episodes, we are almost halfway done with this adventure path. And we want to thank you for joining us on this adventure. We'll see you next time as we continue The Extinction Curse. And until then, may you have many great adventures of your own. It's your turn.